be sure to grab my book. It's called Create and Grow Your Dream Business. That's the name of my business, Create and Grow Your Dream Business. It's the name of my Facebook group. If you guys want to join me over there, Create and Grow Your Dream Business. It's the name of my podcast, Create and Grow Your Dream Business, because it's an action. But inside the book, I've written about a concept called the butterfly effect. Welcome to the Phase 4 Podcast, inspired by Vishen Lakhiani and Ajit Nawalka, co-founders of Evercoach, a division of Vine Valley. In this podcast, we speak to coaches and creatives about where they were, where they are, and where they are going. This is the intersection of what we focus on expands, and your story is your superpower. My guest today is Brielle Banks. She's a highly motivated confidence coach helping women entrepreneurs who have the desire to boost their personal and professional confidence and take themselves to new levels. Brielle, welcome to the podcast. Oh my goodness, JP. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to, one, be featured on here with you and two, to just be in your presence and your energy and your aura. And I'm super excited for today's chat. Yeah, me too. We were speaking a little bit off air and I'm like, wow, this is going to be awesome. So thank you. I'm definitely grateful. Yes. I usually kind of begin with like, how did you get into doing what you're doing? And Yeah, that. that's so amazing. All right. So I'm going to give the short story. All right. So if I was to sum it up, I can distinctly remember back in 2015, the week before I started my co- um my job at this corporate America company, my car was repossessed, right? And at this time, I'm like 21, 22. I had no understanding of the concept of like managing money. I just knew that I was grown and I was trying to live, okay? And I can remember working at this job and making a vow to myself that I would like never be in that type of environment again where I like just didn't understand the concept of money. So what I found through working at this job was that it wasn't me that just was a fool with money. It's just that a lot of people weren't taught how to manage their money. So I became extremely passionate about helping other women figure out how it is that they can create different streams of income. So fast forward, I became a financial coach. I started helping women budget. But then I realized that there was a transformation that was happening inside of me. What I was really helping women understand was that it takes a certain level of confidence to go from where we were to where we want to be. So through that experience all the way until right now, I was able to gain so much clarity on the transformation that I really made within myself and I became passionate about is the personal confidence that it took for me to say, Brielle, we got to get this together, girl, right? But also the professional confidence that it took for me to recognize that now that I have this good job, now that I'm in this corporate environment, now that I'm in this new space, I have to be able to show up confidently, but not how everyone else is showing up confidently, that it took personal branding and personal confidence for me to merge all of the life lessons together and merge all of the experience to be able to show up in a unique way. So that's how I got here today. 
Yeah, I think it's beautiful. It's so important the end part where you just the whole thing's important, but the very end where you're saying to show up as yourself because you're because of your unique experience. And everybody has this, right? Even a set of identical twins. They're living two different experiences through the virtual reality headset. But uh and that it takes a little bit of time, right? You have to ask those questions. So it sounds like you started asking yourself those questions. And I love it. I think it's so powerful what you're doing. And the reason I always start with that question is because usually there is a reason, right? And it, for me, it makes it like, I don't want someone who's just reading the book and teaching me out of the book. I want someone who's lived it and can not only sympathize, but actually empathize with me. Yep, that is so powerful. And it, that's why when we first started this conversation and you, um, we were talking about like the authenticity and how we knew that this conversation would just flow, that is the biggest part that it comes down to when we grow as individuals, when we grow as creators, when we grow as podcast hosts and business owners and entrepreneurs and thought leaders and everything of that nature. How how are you authentic? How are you unique? Yes, there's other people who've written the playbooks, who've written books about how to do it. But if we can't make that unique separation between you and I, you will always get lost in the sauce of trying to figure out somebody else's path versus your own path. Yeah, I agree. And it comes across too, right? Like you're people we can see if you're not yourself and it's just not really attractive or, you know, it's like, oh man, this is just spitting someone else's words. So yeah. Yeah. I wonder, did you hit any burnout? Like you're talking about corporate and it just seemed, did, was there any ever burnout there? Yeah. And you know, it's interesting that you mentioned the concept of burnout because that's something that we all have to see that whether it's corporate or whether it's entrepreneur, if I'm being completely honest with you, some days I feel like I'm still worked out. Okay. Because the, <laughs> the realization is that what we're going through, life is a journey. It's not an experience, right? So sometimes our mindset is, well, once I get into that director role inside the company, or once I hit six figures inside of my business, once I'm married, once I'm driving a Lamborghini, once I have my beach condo, there, there's no destination that anybody can reach that will prevent burnout because we're on a journey through life. So one, one concept that I go through a lot when I work with my clients is that we look at life in like these different categories, right? Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and physically. And so there have been times where like physically I'm on it, right? Like I'm, I'm, in the gym, I'm feeling great, but emotionally, I'm a two, but financially, I'm an eight, but mentally, I'm a seven. So I think the burnout concept comes with we always have to be able to reevaluate and realign where we are in these different categories because burnout shows up in different ways, in different shapes and forms at different phases of our lives. So, yes, burnout has happened. Yeah, that's a beautiful way you put it, right? It doesn't have to be just a job or a corporate environment. It could be anywhere. And it just means that you got to re reassess it and there's something missing, right? Something is not aligned if that's what happens. Um, and that idea of happiness, I think you didn't say the word, but it's what it sounds like. I'll be happy when I get the car, when I do that, when, when, when. And it doesn't exist. It's an illusion, right? Happiness has to be a state of mind that you're in now. Yeah. I think today I put this quote on and it's, it reminds me of the quote because it's, um, 
the same idea, but it's the quantum field responds not to what we want. It responds to who we are being. And so same thing, that's Joe Dispenza. And the same thing, right? With happiness, like you want to have, you think you'll be, and then you get there and it's like, oh, there's another one and another one and another one. Yeah, yeah. And to the quantum field and to a word you used earlier that's so powerful, and I know we both love it, is attraction, right? That's a big thing that I focus on and that I live on is that I used to be in the mindset of feeling like, well, why is this like that? And why is that like that? Until I realized that I'm simply attracting any and everything to me, right? It kind of goes back down to the physicality part of it. And I'm just using like women, for example, as women, we know, and I actually saw a quote the other day that said that people who are more physically attractive have better outcomes in life. And as women, we know if you're an attractive woman, it's nothing to pull almost any man that you want to speak. But then we have to ask ourselves, though you're physically attractive, are you mentally attractive? Are you emotionally attractive? Are you spiritually attractive? Because the last thing you want to do is get with the person who's physically attractive and then spiritually is really ugly. You got a big problem there. Wow, I love that. That's so good. It's so true, right? Um, the law of attraction, right? That's what it is. And so we're we're bringing it in, we're pulling it in, and it depends on us. And so it's however we're showing up. And like it's a mirror, right? The whole world that we see outside is a mirror, is a projection of our inner self. And you said earlier about the, the emotional and depending on what state. And so one thing is when you're in those emotional lows is instead of trying to force it away or try to cover it up, just sit with it. It will go away. Like you see kids are the best at this, right? They get mad and they're crying and then two seconds later they're fine. No, that is so true. And then I'm not sure like how deep people dive into like horoscopes and like planetary alignments, but I'm a cancer and your birthday's here. So I know you're a Scorpio, but we are very emotional in water signs. And so like one thing you have to recognize sometimes too is that what's different about your personality that intertwines with who you are personally and professionally, right? And how can those two things show up? And if you're a person who recognizes that emotionally, you can tend to get overwhelmed. It's just very important that we figure out ways to flow through that, figure out ways to like overcome that. Because back to what you're saying about burnt out, Sometimes I can get in my mind a lot. And even though I'm a confidence coach, I'm constantly pushing myself to different levels, right? So I even have to show up in a different type of way for myself to ensure that I show up for my clients. And I know that oftentimes when we um, see people who we believe that are on the next level, we tend to think that they just have it all figured out, right? Like you said, Joe or Bob Proctor or Jim Ron or whoever these people are that we love we think that oh they just got it all figured out they don't go through emotions they don't go through burnt out but it's like no they're figuring out ways on these different levels as they're attracting these different things to go through these emotions because fear happens to everyone right you don't reach any level and then just all of a sudden you're not scared of anything anymore those are things you have to work through yeah i love it Fear, it's important, right? Because like fear is, it's just a sign. It's information. And your body's telling you probably that what you're trying to do is important. Otherwise, you wouldn't be scared. And um, 
flow. You said the word there, and I was thinking the whole time you were talking, like, talking about flow here, and that's it. Once you get a line, everything starts to flow, and it's it's a balancing game. And then another, echo, to echo your point, you see these people on stages, and they seem real confident, and I'm sure they have bad days. Like, it's not always rainbows and unicorns, so... I think it's important that you you draw that out because it's very easy to look at the the glamour and the glare and the glitz and be like, oh my god, that guy has it, and like, no, that guy has problems too, right? Everyone, you, I think the more famous you are, the probably you have more problems. You know, hey, and they really put it out. And even one more thing to the thing that you said about flow, I got this um, download just now where you were speaking about flow. It made me think about how we're in an ocean, and again, like when my husband and I when we went to um, Key Cocker. The other day, we overheard one of the ladies talking about how they went on a um, on a tour on the boat and how they saw like a manatee. And when you mentioned flow, it made me think about imagine you are at that beautiful island, right? You are on that beautiful beach, which, which is the desire that a lot of us have if we're talking about physical manifestations, right? But imagine you can swim and you're in this beautiful ocean and then a huge whale just comes and swims right up under you. Even though you are in the manifestation that you wanted, even with sunny side, even though it's the beautiful ocean that you wanted, everything is great. That big whale can scare you, but you're still in the flow. So what will you do? Will you panic? Will you drown out? Or will you recognize that it's all in the flow? And even when you are flowing, you may still be scared of things. <laughs> things may still come and scare you, but you're still in the flow. It's just about your perspective. Because are you going to think the whale is going to kill me? Well, if it does kill you, then you just happen to die. But if the whale doesn't kill you, then it's a beautiful experience that you can share while you were still in the flow. Right. Yeah. And then one last thing about fear, it's like sometimes it's most of the time it's just in our head. And then you get there and you're like, oh, there wasn't much to worry about. I think uh, maybe can we talk about your business now, what you're offering, what it looks like and what, what people expect to when they work with you. So wonderful. So let's dive a little bit deep into that. So as you mentioned earlier, I am a business confidence coach, right? And what this looks like when we work together, I have one-on-one options. I also have coaching program options. But when we work together, what we really dive deep into is figuring out where you are versus where you want to be. And what are some of those blockages that come up with getting to the next level, right? We work deep, and my clients love this when we work together, but we work deep on the things that a normal business coach wouldn't kind of be helping you through. So like when we work together, Yes, we will go over the business plan and we'll go over the strategies and engagement with your audience. I love that. But what we really dive into is how's that morning routine of yours going? How's your ability to actually communicate with your audience? How's your ability to show up confidently? How's your ability to put yourself out there and say, hey, JP, I saw in the podcast group that you said you were looking for people to go be featuring your podcast. How confident are you to put yourself out there? Because oftentimes when women come to me, they're in a standstill place because they're looking for the opportunity to come inside of their lab. When we work together, I push you to be more confident to go grasp those opportunities of life 
yourselves. And so if you ladies are interested, whether you're listening to this now or listening to this the years in the future, and you're trying to figure out a way to get started, I would implore you to come to my Women Becoming More Challenge. It's a free three-day challenge where we work on your personal and professional confidence. Over those three days, we dive deep into me giving you mindset shifts and strategies that you can start to show up more authentically. Because again, the opportunities, they're not just going to come fall inside of your lap. You got to go look for those opportunities. And even when they come to you, I know that you're in a space that you want to feel ready and you want to feel prepared. And the last thing you want is for your name to be mentioned in a room. And then when somebody goes to look at your social media or see what you're about, they can't really figure out who you're about because you've been scared to show up authentically. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think another part is like, we can't worry about too much what other people think, right? Like I, I asked so many people to come on my podcast. Some people don't even, I don't like whatever. If you don't want to come, that's fine. It has nothing to do with me, right? I'm My job's to offer. And if you don't want to, that's okay. And I think about the coaching, what you're saying about go deeper. It, it, I'm hearing it's it's consult the problem, but coach the person. For sure. Yeah. And then I always ask people this. You kind of touched about making the plan for the future. And so this is the Phase 4 podcast. And Phase 4 in the six-phase meditation by Vishen Lakhiyadi is all about creating your future three years out. So where is Brielle three years from today? Yes. Oh, my goodness. When I really think about that, it kind of just... <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned this because... I was just Googling last night what it would take for me to have a TV show. I want my own TV show because my husband and I, we were watching Judge Lynn and Judge Lynn, she is like, I mean, Judge Judy and she's an older woman, right? But do you know, fun fact for anybody listening to this, it is strictly from Judge Judy's personality from being like no nonsense judge that her income or her net worth from the show alone is $440 million, right? And so when I think about myself in three years, I just know that I want to be more visible. I want to be more authentic. I want to be more bold. I want to be more in a space where I'm being impactful and showing up on more platforms because right now I'm only 30. Three years, I'll be 33. Judge Judy's like freaking 75 right now, right? And still making an impact. So that's where I am. I want to be flowing through the phases as you speak about of seeing myself in the future still making impact. I love it. You definitely have the charisma and the energy to have your own TV show. And I would definitely tune in. Um, you would on the TV show. I would definitely have you on there as a guest for sure. That's awesome. So I just turned 44 today. So this is going to record air later, but today I'm 44. Full moon too. But um, like I have friends who are like, once we turn 40 and they're like now 43, 44. And they're like, man, it's all downhill. (laughs) It's just one of those societal expectations where like you're not supposed to achieve anything or you're not so like not achieve business-wise, but like health and all that stuff. And it's like, it's just not true, right? You can start wherever you are and make a 10-year plan and end up on the other side of the 10 years much better. For sure. For sure. Did you know like Samuel L. Jackson, 
he didn't get deep into his acting career until he was like 44, 43, people like J.K. Rowling. And it's exactly what you said. I would like to just dive a little bit deeper into that. We have to release the societal expectations because, for instance, here in Belize, their retirement plan starts at 40. So, like, you could come over here and you're, you you can get do retirement versus, like, in America, they see retirement as, like, 62, 63. So, sometimes we are so limited to where we live and the perspectives of that. But if we're really operating from the laws of the universe, we are uh, like omnipotent. We are unlimited. And like you said, you have to start anywhere you are because what if you're just getting yourself together at 44? Your story is still worth sharing with someone. And I would rather put in the work at 44 and then know 20 years later from that it has reaped the benefits versus being 44 and thinking that it's all going downhill because you're going to be 60 years old working at Walmart. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. I kind of came to it later in life and it was, and people are like, you have this childlike quality to you. And it's like, yeah, it's because I'm, I'm reinventing it. It's brand new almost. Right. And uh, George Clooney, same thing. He didn't come into acting until after 40. And I just finished reading Think and Grow Rich. And they talk, there's a whole chapter about this, like Abraham Lincoln and all these amazing people throughout history. They didn't come into it till they're after 40. Yeah. Yeah. Because 40, I saw like a YouTube video title one day and I totally wish I would have watched the video. I'm going to have to try to find it. But it talked about how like 40 is the beginning of life. Because if you look at it, your teens, those don't, that's just crazy. And then like your 20s, you're just living. And then 30s, you're like building. So 40, you have the ability to take all of that and really transform, or you use the perfect word, reinvent. Because see, oftentimes our confidence is low, our mindset is low, our attraction is low because of our perspective of what we've been through in life. But when you have a perspective that you know that you can reinvent, Whatever it is that you've been through, you are automatically in alignment with the higher level as long as you have the mindset of reinvention versus like going downhill. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just growth mindset versus fixed mindset, right? Like, oh, I can or like, no, everyone around you can't maybe, right? And that's what everyone else is doing. It doesn't have to be your story. And because their stories are superpower. I just figured this part out a while ago. I have my story is my superpower. And it was because of my story. Like I turned it in. I heard Tony Robbins say one time, you said Jim Rohn earlier, Tony Robbins. That was his mentor. Tony Robbins. Sorry. Jim Rohn was Tony Robbins mentor. But I heard Tony Robbins. I was at an event and he said like, how can you take the worst thing that ever happened to you and make it the best thing? And I was like, wow. And so I started doing that. And then boom, out of that, a couple of years later, we evolve, we grow. Now my story is my superpower. The other side of that coin is your story is your superpower because you can write it in advance and you can create it. And so wherever you are right now, it doesn't even matter what happened to you before. Create your future in advance and make your story your superpower. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing I, um, I would like to dive into what you said earlier, and anybody who's never read Thick and Grow Rich, like, come on, get on it. But one thing you said that is, so when you mentioned the book, it made me think about this situation that we're in right now, right? The book talks about in a whole section, which is the mastermind alliance, right? And who we surround ourselves with in all of these different phases of life will simply 
be a reflection of what it is that we're creating. So like how you and I are on here and like when we were doing the breath work and when we got to the third eye chakra and you mentioned like we would come together and create that third brain that will create this podcast. I already know it would be powerful because we're both in alignment with each other. But if you were on a different vibrational frequency than me, we we wouldn't be able to do this. And so sometimes you have to recognize that reevaluation of who you are, who you're surrounded with, the field that you are in, the different flowers and trees that's around you. If you are not constantly reevaluating who you're surrounding yourself with, you cannot be surprised at the results that you're getting because you're only like an example of the five people around you. So if you're not intentionally putting yourself out there to make new connections, how can you expect new things? It makes me think about how last week I just put myself out there again. It's like, hey, I want to be featured on some more podcasts, right? Like, good. I know what I'm talking about is great. I put myself out there. You sent me a message. Here we are here today. If I had not done that, I would have still been sitting here right now like, dang, where's my next opportunity at? I guess what I'm talking about isn't good anymore. People probably don't want to hear what I have to say. We have to change that and we have to be more intentional about switching up our environment and switching up who we hang around. Because again, we we are creating from here. So I've already told you about my TV show in the future. So when I invite you on a TV show and people love you and people like want to support you even the more, you will not be surprised because we talked about it today. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Wayne Dyer has a quote, and he says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. And it goes to that Jim Rohn idea of, like, the five people that you hang out with is going to become you. That's your personality. And so if those five people, if you don't like your situation and it's not benefiting you and you find yourself just following the same thing, nothing's going to change. And so maybe sometimes you have to make a move and it doesn't mean that you don't like those people you don't love them but there's a saying the uh, reason is season or a lifetime and so some people they might just be there for a season and they might not they're not supposed to be there your whole life and you don't have to just stay there and it it also it doesn't mean like that you didn't you didn't like they're not coming with you right you're trying to level up your life and they don't want to well that's okay that's no no personal feelings about it but I'm just like, I'm playing in a different pond. So I think, man, I'm, when I hear you talking earlier, I was thinking about, um, you know who Lisa Nichols is? Love Lisa Nichols. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of your story, like when you said you don't want to stay like that and about the money thing at the very beginning, it reminded me of Lisa Nichols and um, what's the other guy? Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Burnett. Yeah. And so maybe, I guess, as we begin to wind down, if this episode resonates with you, like, subscribe, share, follow, all that fun stuff, no hard sell, and share it with a friend. And as I say that, if a friend is coming up or a particular person is coming up, that's the person who needs to hear Brielle's story because no one else came up, that one person. And you know who that is, and I'll leave that to you guys. But... um. Maybe as we begin to wind down, like what what are some things that you like to do for fun outside of, I know coaching is super fun. I can tell by your energy how passionate you are, but what are some other things maybe? Oh, 
You know what's so funny? Because I constantly reevaluate that question. And I want to point this out. I remember back back to the corporate space to think about that. Remember what people used to ask, like, tell me about yourself. And like, they never really wanted that question, right? They never really wanted the, I like to go skating or skiing. They wanted like the professional, you know, question from you. And so before I dive into what you've asked, I want to tell someone who's listening that, that it's okay for you to remember that balance. It's okay for you to remember the fun things that you actually like to do personally, but also remember the fun things that you like to do professionally. Like you said, coaching and mentoring. But the fun things that I do like to do personally is I like to be in nature and I like to um, be at the water. I enjoy gardening. I just enjoy sitting on the phone with some good friends and laughing. I enjoy food, okay? I love to eat good hole-in-the-wall places that like barely show up on Google. You just walk by and like, oh, you guys are cooking? I'm there, right? And I enjoy traveling. I travel a lot, so... Those are things that I love. Beautiful. And now I kind of let you take it wherever you want. Maybe you have some advice, wisdom, maybe you have some offers that you want to share and wherever you want. Yeah. So, um, again, I would love for you women to come to the Women Becoming More Challenge. If you are on LinkedIn, you can find me on LinkedIn, Brielle Banks. You will find all the information about that type of stuff. If you're on Instagram, I'm on Instagram, Growing with Brielle. So, you can find me over there. In reference to anything that I am doing, just send me a DM, send me a message. You will always be able to connect with me on a personal level. I am very open. And if I had any words of wisdom that I can share with you today, and I know this message is evergreen, I want you to remember that you are a unique flower or plant or tree in your own garden. And just like inside of a garden, there are different seasons. There are different times where you're growing. There are different times where the weather is great. There is different times where the weather is bad. But one thing I want you to always remember is that as you go through these different seasons inside of your life, if you're not growing, you are like degrading and dying. And so I want you to always be confident enough to know that as long as you're living, you have the ability to grow, whether that's mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, but most importantly, your growth is going to be determined by the confidence that you have in yourself to continue to grow, even in the midst of your obstacles, okay? So growth is for you and growth is right there and it's always right there on the leading edge and is waiting for you to take yourself to the next level. You just have to want it more than you want to stay the same. Yeah, that's brilliant. The whole theme is flowing through here is like stretch yourself, right? And it doesn't mean like go do crazy stuff that you can't do, but it means go further, a little bit further than you think you can, and then do it again and again and again. And the idea, there's an, a part of the confidence, right? And I know this just from my own experience is that there's a voice sometimes in your head. Not everyone has it, apparently, but a lot of people seem to have it, right? And the voice is trying to keep you safe, trying to keep you small. And sometimes there's good reason for that. There's some evolutionary traits for that. But instead of listening to the voice and listening to the society, be the manufacturer of your own life. Produce evidence of stuff that you can do. And it's yeah. just like, it's crazy. So I ran two marathons this year, right? And 
the whole idea was that is that like let's just produce the evidence like first of all we're gonna make it up in advance and i had like a list of 10 different things like that i learned from the marathon that are actually applicable to life like make it up in advance start where you are use what you have do what you can make a plan show up even if you don't feel like it go low go slow you get what you put in slow down to speed up work hard in silence knowledge is power and just there's a bunch of other ones but the whole idea is like you can be the manufacturer of your evidence in your own life. Yeah, and that's so powerful. I want to say two things. One thing is exactly what we're talking about is a concept that I wrote about in my book in which by the end of the year, whenever you're listening to this, I'm just going to go ahead and put the manifestation out there. Be sure to grab my book. It's called Create and Grow Your Dream Business. That's the name of my business, Create and Grow Your Dream Business. It's the name of my Facebook group. If you guys want to join me over there, Create and Grow Your Dream Business. It's the name of my podcast, Create and Grow Your Dream Business, because it's an action. But inside the book, I've written about a concept called the butterfly effects, right? Which is small initial changes. Like if we have a rock and we throw the rock in the pond, the rock will just skip, 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 skip. But if you look at the ripple effects on the water, is one small change that creates bigger changes. So when you want to go to the next level, when you have these large desires or manifestations inside of your mind that you want, whether it's growing your dream business, being in that healthy relationship, getting that dream job, moving to that beautiful place that you want to, whatever it is, only thing you can do is take small initial changes because it's literally impossible to do like big changes at one time. It's impossible. So you have no choice but to do small initial changes. And the other thing that I would like to leave you guys with is this affirmation. And you made me think about it, JP, when you mentioned um, the mindset that you are operating in. This affirmation says, I am the architect of my life. I build its foundation and I choose its contents. When we recognize that we're the architects of our life, we're creating this, right? And that we're building the foundation with the pillars that are important to us, with the foundation that is important to us. And then we're choosing the contents that we put inside of our life. Inevitably, the dream will manifest because you've done the work to create your life how you want to versus taking somebody else's life or somebody else's example or versus what somebody else said and trying to make it yours. So be the architect of your own life. A hundred percent. A couple of quotes came up when you were saying that Lao Tzu says a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And I have a philosophy I use is go low, go slow. And then it stacks. And then another quote is when we're talking about confidence, like you have to believe, right? And it doesn't believe you have to believe, oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and have lots of confidence. If you're not there yet, that's okay. But by going low, going slow, taking those single steps, you can get there. And so the Einstein quote is like the most important decision that we'll ever make is whether you believe you live in a friendly or hostile universe. And I know I've said it before on here, but it's so crazy because it's a decision. So you get to decide and it's a belief. Like if you see that, if you believe that the world is a hostile place, that's all you're going to see everywhere. But if you believe that it's a friendly universe, then you're going to see that and that will align with you. And so podcasts, books, all sorts of amazing stuff. Um, Brielle, before, I guess I kind of said already, but anything else before I ask my last question? Um, one more thing, just from what you said about believe. 
when my husband and I first got together, um, he did not like to use the word believe, right? Because he was like, I don't like the word believe. It has the word lie inside of it. So I just don't like that word, right? And it was interesting because one, it was it's his opinion. And that's one thing we have to learn how to do is be open to hear other people's opinions and recognize that we aren't trying to change people's minds. Everybody just believes what they want to believe. But with speaking to him, I helped him see that my point of view was it's actually a good thing that lie is in the word believe because in order to truly believe, sometimes you got to believe in the lie, right? Like if I say, I'm going to have a TV show, a trillion people can be like, girl, you're not going to have a TV show and da, da, da. But it may seem like a lie to other people. But if you have to lie to yourself until you get to that next level, until you boost up that confidence, sometimes you got to go with that lie within. But then eventually it will manifest into the truth. So it's just about seeing Sometimes when you have to believe, you may not truly believe it in your heart 100% at that time because it seems so far-fetched. But if you got a lie to get yourself to the next level and just, if it feels like a lie when you say, I'm really confident, I'm good enough, it may feel like a lie at first, but when you're going low and you're going slow and you're just doing those small initial things, your mind starts to transform. You're like, wait a minute, that's not a lie. I don't really believe in that. So that's my ending statement. Beautiful. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Right. And we learned this also in Think and Grow Rich. When he talks about affirmations, he says, you're not going to believe it, but do it anyway. And I'm telling you, if I didn't hear that part, I would have been like a week later, like this is not. And I, I'm like, OK, I'm just going to keep doing it. But by the end of three months, I started believing it. So brilliant. Do you know who T.D. Jakes is? I know who T.D. Jakes is. <laughs> whoa, you, you just sounded like a preacher up in that last exchange. I was like, whoa, you go, girl. So. I guess, yeah, my final question is, how can people reach you? Yeah, so again, follow me over on LinkedIn. It's Brielle Banks. If you're more of an Instagram person, it's growing with Brielle because once we get into connection, that's what we'll be doing together. We'll be growing with each other. And again, I would love for you to tune into my podcast. Come join me in the Facebook group where I offer weekly confidence training, create and grow your dream business. Even if you think you may forget, Remember that we are just taking actionable steps to create and grow our dream business. Amazing. We're going to put all those links in the show notes, but Brielle, I'm so grateful for your time. That was so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, JP. This was a lovely, lovely chat, and I'm looking forward to our future connections. On your TV show. <laughs> all right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.